0: the power for about an hour this time's about to win your town tearing into
1: blood holes now power play through power play through love this show that the were dancing power play through power play through now we're breaking
0: down the screen hello and welcome to power play through a ranger review podcast we are coming to you live from the Ranger Room of Mammoth Cake Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddy. And today is the beginning of our shorter episodes. I hope you enjoy them. Uh, I took a massive amount of notes, which is different for Power Rangers, not really so different for O Ranger, <laughs> but for this one it it is. The episode we are going to be talking about today is Bulk Fiction. Airing September twelfth, nineteen ninety six, written by Jar- Jackie Marchand, directed by Terrence H. Winkless. It, with a name like Bulk Fiction, I don't think that uh, Power Rangers need to be in that, right? I mean, we're we, we're a podcast that loves Bulk and Skull more than <laughs> yeah. any other part of the show. Yeah,
1: uh, we could. It could definitely have been an episode uh, that was completely contained within. Bulk and Skull's like, purview you know, from their perspective and yes. we would have been absolutely fine but we yeah. do get a little Power Rangers and the Power Rangers we get is is good
0: I want to ask you a Bulk Skull related question because I haven't yet but have you gotten a chance to read Go-Go Power Rangers 24
1: No, I have not
0: It's an issue all the way from Bulk Skull's point of view on everything
1: Oh, so everything we could have ever wanted
0: yeah. All right. So, I haven't read it yet, but I should. I will. I'm trying to read all of Absolute Carnage before the finale. But that's that's me. That's that's a weird thing in my head. Mm-hmm. Um This episode begins with Bulk and Skull chasing a remote control car through the sand for expe for exceeding the speed limit.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah and, it's a little RC truck. Yes. While they're chasing this uh, very maneuverable remote control car through the sand, they run into Lieutenant Stone and a new rookie, Connie Crandall, Mm -hmm. uh, who is the captain of the police force's daughter. And Lieutenant Stone was going to give him to the two best cadets that he has, which Bulk and Skull are like, oh, that is good news. And he says, but they were too busy. So she's with you. Uh, so Stone leaves her with them for training. No, Skull, he says he's leaving their, her there for training, and then he walks away with her. Yeah. Skull turns around and immediately starts clowning on her, going, oh, it's kind of She's great. And Bulk hears Skull clowning on her and goes, what are you saying? He goes, she's wonderful, bulky. Yeah. I know her.
1: Because Bulk, when he sees her, when when Stone introduces her, Bulk just kind of he just he, he he's lost. He's lost somewhere else. He's he's miles away because he when he peers when he sees at her and she and he looks into those eyes, he sees the one that he was always meant to be with. In his yeah, life.
0: in the arms of an angel.
1: So, at the youth center, which, I just which, loved
0: which which. which, be- which before we go to the youth center, I loved how, like as soon as bulk was like, "What skull's like, "Ah, oh, he likes her. she's wonderful but buddy best friend knows what time it is. I'll let you cook here's a spatula. It's just good fun time yeah. fun boy time
1: it is fun boy time they the r c car the r c truck returns and they chase it, which leads them to the youth center. Yes. Uh, they f- jump on the floor trying to get catch it just as it comes to a stop, where Billy picks it up. He was apparently just testing it out. It's a new device of his that he's working on. Uh, at the youth center, though, there's apparently a some kind of a what's it? It's a it's a is it a drive toy
0: donate? Is toy donation? It's it's a party for charity where the Rangers are kind of helping Planet and oh. Rocky. Says to Catherine, he goes, what am I supposed to do here? He says, I have to dress as my favorite decade. I haven't even been alive long enough to know what decade I'm from. (laughs) And Tommy has no patience for this, like, former Red Ranger. And he just goes, you'll think of something, man. Which is the kind of shit you say to your coworker when you have told them the same thing four times today. Mm -hmm. And they still don't get it. It's like, hey, man, yeah. Oh, you don't know where the bathroom is? You'll figure it out. Or you'll piss yourself.
1: <laughs> That's wild, man. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so, like, and you can get into this this dance where you come dressed as your favorite decade with the, do- you get free admission with a donation of a toy. So yes. So it's all big, Um, good for the community shit, the typical stuff for Power Rangers. At the Machine
0: Empire. Well, before this. The remote control car makes it back to the, com- the youth center to meet uh, William, who created it. And Bulk and Skull go, this is yours? We you should have known that. Here you go. And they hand him a bunch of speeding tickets. And Billy just kind of scoffs at him and gives the tickets back to him. He goes, I was testing this car that I made for children because it's going to charity. Because the only way to get into this party is to donate a toy to a child in need and you're trying to give me a ticket for it, I created a supercar. You cops couldn't even catch it. Then we go to space.
1: Where we're talking about Sprocket and his like he is need of a new toy.
0: Yeah, he's fat boy jealous that the kids on Earth are getting new toys. Yeah.
1: Okay. He says when when we gave you they're they're going over the last, like the last few gifts he's gotten, last few toys. How he how he usually gets bored of them, or something goes wrong with them,
0: uh, and he's destroyed every cog they've ever given him.
1: Yeah, this is when we gave you that nuclear reactor. You only played with the box, <laughs> so they they gotta but... get Sprocket a new toy. The whining yeah. is grating on King Mondo. He says, "If you promise to be very bad for the rest of the millennium, I
0: will get you a new toy," which is actually like. Pretty funny because you would think that that's a very long time, but it was like four years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're good for like the next four years and you're an immortal robot, so four years, like, yeah, come on, man. I'll g- the new toy will come to you. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, bulk and skull are handing out parking tickets, and bulk is talking about how much he has a crush on cadet Connie.
1: Yeah, she's on the other end. Uh, handing out her own um, citations, and she can hear them. They're they're writing down uh, like these parking tickets as they're talking away, and Bulk is just you know head over heels. And what we don't see, or what leads to a good gag, is that as they're handing out tickets, Bulk finally, when he gets the uh, he gets struck with inspiration of what he needs to do to win her over, he stops writing. And he puts a ticket down, which happens to be he wasn't writing on a notepad, he was just writing he wasn't writing on his like ticket uh pad. He was he was writing on his hand, and he lifts yeah. up the windshield and he puts his hand under it. <laughs> like the man is gone. Yeah. He
0: he's pretty funny, but he's talking to Skull Skull's like, just ask her out. I used to ask out Kimberly all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow's got no game.
1: Without batting an eye. He's like, so, like, so, instead of, instead of just taking um, Skull's advice flat, he says, "That's okay. So seek advice from an expert." Got it. And off he goes.
0: At- Skull thinks the expert's him, and he's like, "So ask away, mon frère." <laughs> yeah. But Bulk's already gone After- to ask the master of love, the girl that was in town for two weeks. By the time she was on her third boyfriend, yeah. Tanya.
1: There's a little scene in between at the command center where Billy is going over a new bit of arsenal for the Power Rangers with, with uh, Alpha.
0: Yes, uh, we the see, Power Cannon. We
1: see the blue point. Yeah, the schematics for the Power Cannon. Yes. At
0: somewhere. <laughs> on the basketball court. On the basketball court. Tanya and Adam are playing one on one, which is more of the like feeding into the story of Adam. Crushing on Tanya and Tanya being that natural athlete that Adam kind of needs. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cute. Bolt comes to talk to T alone because he wants to know how to talk to a woman and yeah. what does a woman like in a guy. Yeah. So he asks Tanya. She she and, says
1: to just be yourself. That's what a girl likes. He's all, "Well, what about you? What do you, what do you like in a guy?" And she says, "Well, I like a guy that's kind of sophisticated." And then he goes. So, sophisticated and he like does this weird kind of mr schreier does this kind of weird body undulation as he says that sophisticated
0: and she goes you know a worldly man and that means folks gonna show up at the police station dressed like an englishman (laughs) (laughs) to ask connie out for tea
1: yep 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 he has like a he has a he has a scarf he has a monocle He has a bowler hat, he has a vest, he has a tie, suit jacket, uh, pocket chif, the whole... and some tea.
0: Yes. Uh, The teapot that's smoking that he keeps in his jacket.
1: (laughs) He's doing the whole thing, saying, like, all the... uh, he's he's doing all the hits, when behind him comes Lieutenant Stone and uh, Chief Crandall.
0: Yes. They come up on English bulk, and the captain goes, what is this? There is no fraternizing in my ranks. And you know what, Stone? This guy's on your squad, so it's on you now. If he tries to date my daughter again, it's your ass.
1: Setting the stakes. Elsewhere, at the...
0: (laughs) At the grassy knoll, Sprocket and his new toy are on earth to fuck shit up.
1: Yeah, he's a goofy-eyed-looking dude with big lips and sharp teeth. And he's and he's just blowing shit up. He blows up a like a telephone booth for Sprocket's Entertainment. Yes. So, so let's find another target, preferably a moving one.
0: And guess who they run into? Billy Boulder Shoulders, who now has the new part for the power cannon. And they go, "Let's fucking get this guy!" And they send a bunch of cogs out on him, who come out of the ether to yeah. attack him. Yeah, like only
1: it's a really kind of creepy shot they do, or a really uh, yeah. creepy creepy looking effect because billy is just walking the rc truck when mm-hmm. a cog like half a cog um like when the fight like really uh commences half a cog like appears through like a portal and grabs him from behind like you just What's see that, his... not the
0: normal like space cog portal. It's, no, it's, it's literally a... like the ether smoke is coming off yeah. of him, like he's coming out of a hell dimension.
1: You see his his disembodied head fly in, and then the arms come out, and then his whole torso comes out, and he's trying to pull him, and Billy flips him over his shoulders, and the rest of the cogs jump him in that moment, sending his communicator flying into the dirt. Unable
0: yeah, to. these cogs thought they were going after a normal Earthling. Not Big Body
1: Bill. No. No, we don't tolerate any of this shit. So Billy has the idea, he has a magnet on hand, and he makes a quick MacGyver and fastens it to his uh, RC car that he made. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it
0: drags the cogs and Sprocket and his toy, which his toy never has a name.
1: Yeah, it's just Sprocket's toy. Honestly, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I ever hear a name from him. Okay. Um,
0: his name, according to Ranger Central...
1: Oh, oh wait, was... wait. The Netflix, Netflix description has
0: it. Is it Googleheimer, the toy robot?
1: Yes. This Prince Rocket comes to Earth to fight the Zeo Rangers with his new toy, the Googleheimer robot. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm having a moment here. That's so fucking wild, dude. Because I thought his eyes looked like the Google Chrome logo. Hmm. They like, do a little bit. That's really fucking weird. Because obviously, you know that didn't exist. But shit, his name's Google. <laughs> what does Google mean? Google Heimer? What is is this, is that? Is that a term? I don't.
0: I don't. I don't know. Having... We can Google Heimer it.
1: Google meaning. Search for information about. Someone or something on the internet using the search engine Google. That's the that's the definition for Google. <sighs> what is the real meaning Google? The term Google itself is a creative spelling of Google, a number equal to ten to the 100th
0: power. <laughs> Googleheimer. It's when you want to Google something, but when you get to Google.com, you've forgotten what you wanted to Google. It's the Alzheimer's (laughs) of Google.
1: (laughs) That's clever. That's clever Clever and good.
0: Now that we've wasted your time like that, fans of PP, let's let's get back to our notes.
1: So... Um, they're handing out, so Billy communicates with uh, the command center, telling him what he just got- happened, and gets teleported to it.
0: Else, Which is actually interesting, because my understanding of the communicator was it allowed them to teleport. Hmm. Right? Yeah. But now in Zeo, Billy specifically can't teleport, so it has to do something with his connection to the morphing grid. Because the Rangers can teleport to the command center, and then when they're leaving the command center, it does have to be programmed by Alpha, but Billy can't even get to the command center via the button. Maybe it's
1: like, you know, it's like a beacon of sorts, and the power of the Morpher is what makes it go be two-way, or makes it also, well, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I understand the fact that they can't teleport, like, it can't be like, oh, I'm late for school, teleport to school, because Alpha has to program everything else. But, like, as far as I was concerned, that the the yellow button on the, the communicator was just, like, the return to home button, and they'd click it, and they'd only go to the command center. Right?
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: But, since... Since William can't teleport to the command center, that maybe it needed, the power to teleport maybe came from the morphing grid and their connection with the morpher and the coin. And now that they he doesn't have that and the other rangers have the connection to the morphing grid through the Zeo Crystal, which is why their return to home button still works.
1: Hmm. That's not bad. I would accept that. I would accept that.
0: Yes. Yes. Go with that. Billy leaves via teleport. The Rangers are flyering cars, and Rocky's like, what am I going to wear? Catherine, what are you going to wear? I don't know how to dress like a decade. And Bulk is in earshot of, like, I don't understand how it Turns out to be like you know some girls like a sensitive man. Yeah, he's like I'm not sensitive. I'm a I'm a man. Yeah, I'm a I'm a. There's a
1: there's a bit before that too that's very rocky because yeah, where's where um where he's he's asking for this and he's not clearly not getting the response he wants. You know he wants someone to tell him what to do. Yeah, when when um Tommy he wants to
0: live his Blue Ranger best.
1: Yeah. Catherine comments about what she's gonna wear, and Tommy says to her, "Oh, you're gonna look great no matter what you wear," and 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 Rocky just stops like, "Oh, how sweet!" <laughs> like 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 oh yeah like like a, I mean, like a fucking idiot.
0: Rocky, some girls like a sensitive guy, yeah, and bulks in earshot of this like, yeah, sensitive.
1: Yeah, Rocky, I'm gonna write some fucking poetry. Yeah, he's all. He gets the idea from Rocky, who's saying, oh, I'm never going to be the mushy type. You're not going to see me writing poetry or anything like that. Cool, Rocky.
0: Well, at the station, Bulk and Skull are dressed like beatniks now. And he reads his poem to Connie. Yep. While, Lieutenant, go ahead. Reads his poem while using props to add emphasis. Yeah, and his boy's playing the drums because his boy is always going to be the sous chef when Bulk is cooking. And you know what? Skull would do the same thing. It's true. It's true. Bulk would sue Chef for Skull any day of the week. Lieutenant Stone and the Captain come into the scene, and because Bulk flirted with Connie again, Lieutenant Stone is fired.
1: There's a good... Yeah, there's a good bit of solidarity here.
0: Bulk and Skull will not let Lieutenant Stone go down and still be cops. So yeah. they fucking quit.
1: Yeah, it's like getting rid of Stone, you're getting rid of us. It's a real real sweet moment. Um, Some of the parts uh, during the poem, like, I am the mosquito on your windshield of love. You are the missing <laughs> sock from my laundry, laundry pile, so on and so forth. Gets two lines about chicken, which he Holds up, a live chicken, um, the paper gets, like, I believe a piece of paper gets shredded in the fan, and the chicken's feathers also get blown by the fan that's nearby, and it's just like a, a just a roiling mess of chicken feathers and paper flying everywhere when Lieutenant Stone and Chief Crandall comes in. So, it's really a, uh, it's really a sloppy scene. And that's when Crandall fires Stone. But yeah, yes. Bulk skull, and Skull say they're not going down with it. You know, they're not letting their captain go down without them. So they leave well, with them.
0: Sprocket and Gugelheimer the toy robot, show up where the Rangers were flying, and the odd-numbered Zeo Rangers head into battle. But he's a little bit too much for numbers 1, 3, and 5 to handle. Right. So you gotta call in the heavies. The even numbers gotta show up. He's a little too much for them, too. So, William, as he said in the beginning, he was creating a new weapon for the Zeo Rangers. He sends them the Zeo Cannon.
1: Now, the Zeo Cannon is a toy that I always, like, saw out of the box and stuff like that. I had one. And I thought it was just, like, like a handgun, you know? Well, like, as like, a toy, it was a handgun. Yeah. But I didn't realize, I don't know, just I guess this is just some of the stuff that I didn't really stick with me from Zeo, but I didn't realize that it was to scale like for the <laughs> for the toys.
0: Yes. Um it is essentially the Zeo version of the Die Ranger gun. Like the same thing. They put in like the number of yeah. crystals. Yeah, yeah, they all do. of that.
1: They loaded up they charge inside. They fired a shot, which drops Googleheimer, the Go- Googleheimer, the robot. But, but um, Orbis, Clank and Orbis are there to
0: give res- him that big boy, boy juice, give him
1: the big boy juice, resurrect him, make him big, get into a fight. We call the Zeo Megazord.
0: Toy covers him in cotton candy.
1: Cotton candy.
0: Covers. Him. Just just try, try- tries to eat that big bot. Yeah. So they call Tommy- it Tommy. Tommy's not gonna be one upped. He calls that fucking red battle sword to make the Z Omega Sword, yeah, The stocky punchy boy. Yeah. He fires some stars down at Gugelheimer and then he gets down and uses a magic light to remove <laughs> the cotton candy.
1: Yeah. Uh this will make more sense in o ranger. <laughs> just yes. just just by a little though, I'll have to say. Um The they... Big
0: Brick fires everything. They blow in space, Sprocket wants a new toy. But the the blow-up scene's very interesting, right? Yeah, because he does... So, it's...
1: We get two separate... or, or not, oh, Hold on. The blow-up scene happens the same in O-Ranger up to a point. Where we yes. see him kind of do this, like, final pose. And then he explodes. Mm-hmm. But he explodes in very superimposed-looking pieces that fly off screen. And yeah,
0: when I... I watched it at 530 this morning, and when I saw it, I was like, wow, that looks really weird. And, and we, then I immediately watched O-Ranger.
1: And then we found out. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get to that when we get to that. But yeah, he explodes, and it definitely looks like something was changed. Back at the yes. youth center, after our little bit in space where Sprockets being a fat shit. At the he youth gets center, a new
0: toy. He gets a new toy course, again at the end of the is. episode.
1: Of course he is. He's 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 got rich parents and he's a fat little kid.
0: Yeah, he's even got toy diabetes. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> at the youth at- center, we see the dance uh, going on. And everyone's dressed as their favorite decade like we were told they would be. Catherine is dressed like a fifties hop, like a like a like a. She's in
0: a poodle skirt.
1: Yeah, like a fifties sock hop kind of shit. It's real fucking, real cute, real cute. Adam's a hippie with mutton chops and a fro. Look, looking like he's wearing
0: some Air Moses too. Yeah,
1: looking like yeah he is looking like Mungo Jerry. And Tanya is a flapper. Tanya is a flapper. Billy is from the far-flung fucking future (laughs)
0: yeah he's what gray hair he's got a he's got a silver flavor saver on
1: yeah like he yes it looks it's 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 quite wild when you look at him he kind of looks like so the uh was the fantastic four that came in came out in 1991 or whatever that like are you
0: talking about the uh the one with Doom where he strokes Reed's face for, like, two and a half minutes in one scene? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if
1: that one had a sequel and was so successful that they eventually, like, branched off into the Inhumans, mm-hmm. Billy looks like Maximus from
0: that universe. He does. But <laughs> also, I think that this is just like Saturday Night Leisure Wear that he got on Aquatar. That
1: good fucking point. Good fucking point, Dan. That's excellent. Yeah. Excellent.
0: This is just Aquitarian clothes that that boy got.
1: Yeah, he looks fresh and he likes them. Rocky is dressed like the 70s. He has Saturday Night Fever going on.
0: Yeah, he is dressed like John Travolta, big, except he has a blue shirt.
1: Yeah, and he's got big hair. The big hair actually looks, I'll say, pretty good on him.
0: If, if Steve grew his hair out yeah. and feathered it like that,
1: He'd be doing I mean, all right. Steve
0: Steve's already a pretty handsome dude.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I think that if he had that long hair, I don't think at his current age he could probably he probably couldn't get there.
1: No. He would have he had he would have to get he would have to get extremely cut. Not to say he's in bad shape by any means. He's in great shape, but he would have to get extremely cut and then his shirts would have to come in red only and never go past like barely go past the points of the shoulders. And he, a, a, would and wear, jeans, he would have to
0: wear. Very He would have to wear those thick gold rope chains that Israeli dudes in New York wear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And he needs a. Uh, he needs black loafers with heels.
0: Oh yeah, only loafers. He yeah. could wear white leather loafers too if he wanted to. If you
1: want to, yeah. If you want to, um, but.
0: <laughs> Any anyhow, in comes
1: a new guest. Wearing the same shoes as Rocky. And in fact, wearing the same exact fucking outfit as Rocky. As we see Tommy enter the scene, striking a disco pose, wearing the exact same fucking thing, only the lapel, the shirt, the red.
0: He walks in,
1: he struts. Rocky's looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: He's wearing the same thing. But he is wearing it with a little more swag than Rocky is. Well, he is,
1: yes, yes, that's true. Now,
0: Rocky does have the hair that sets it over the top, mm-hmm. but Tommy is walking in with that Saturday Saturday Night Fever swag. He is, he is. So, at the st- sorry, Blue Ranger, <laughs> you gotta move over. At the
1: side of the room, at the stage, we see the boys, as in Bulk and Skull, kind of lamenting what happened, and they're dressed like English Bobbies.
0: Yeah, that's just, their decade. Yeah, they're dressed bobbies.
1: like English bobbies. And they're they're lamenting what happened. And Lieutenant Stone comes in, dressed as Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec. No, I'm just kidding. He's he's dressed as Sherlock Holmes. Could be Chris Traeger. If though. you get that. I love you. But um, he comes in. and He says, don't worry, boys. This is actually going to give me an opportunity to do what I always wanted. They're like, what is that? Well, it's elementary, my, my dear boys. I'm going to open up my own detective agency. And I need two good men to help me. And he turns around and he's all, you know any that can help? And he's all, I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. Come on, you fuckers.
0: <laughs> Y'all quit with me. Yeah. You, Y'all quit when I got fired.
1: So you ride. You're the me. shit. Yeah, you ride with me. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't care that I once got insanely hard looking at your female forms.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I put that past. That me. I, would, I don't care that you two put me into a gay rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put that past me.
1: We're good now. You guys quit for me. You're getting a job. Come- with me. With me. Bulk says, "Well, that's awesome. I just wish we could explain what happened to Connie." Speaking of, in comes Connie,
0: dressed as like a German beer maid.
1: Yeah, I think some like I different flyers handed out. <laughs> like I, don't...
0: I mean, like it's high school. Like people are stupid, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's this was my favorite decade in Germany. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of it. This was the, you know, I'm a police police officer, so, like, all I can think about is my favorite decade of police work because that's the only thing I care about in this life anymore. Like Ernie's DJing as a greaser. Yeah pretty good. But he's really just wearing his own clothes and he's just like I guess I'll put this jacket on. Yeah. I my I wear my hair the way that greasers wear their hair because that's how I wore my hair when I was young and thin and hot and <laughs> women like me and I saw my penis. <laughs> but so, You know. So
1: Bulk explains to Connie what happened and all that and she she's she's basically like, you know, you had me at hello. Because yeah. she found what what they did extremely sweet. And she's not going to be on the police force because she only did it to impress her dad. And she, you know, she's not happy with her father, the way the way he uh, conducted, the way things went down. Yep. And Bulk says, well, I guess that just shows that we, we shouldn't try to be something we're not. What she responds no. to, Bulkmeyer, may I have this dance? He stammers a little bit. But then he says, well, "Yes, thank you, uh, jolly good." Uh, and then he's like, "Ugh," drops the act, pulls off his fake mustache from his English bobby costume, and says, "I'd I'd love to." And he's bulk for her, and they they he's for her. Farcus for her. He saunters off into the middle of the dance floor. Everyone's cutting it up, going wild. It's a good time. We freeze frame on a lot of jubilation.
0: Yeah. And that episode ends on a happy party note where someone got fired from their job, but they saw the bright side of it. Mm -hmm. Two people quit their job because fuck the man. (laughs) A woman quit her job because she didn't want to work there because, you know.
1: It's not her passion. It's not what she's about. She did it because... She should
0: make equal pay. Yeah. Yeah, I (laughs) know. You know, all that noise. Uh, Tommy, obviously, not a good leader, didn't communicate what he was going to be wearing to his uh, second-in-command with air quotes. Because Rocky (laughs) thinks he's still second-in-command. I mean, it is Adam. But... You couldn't demote him from red to blue that much.
1: Mm.
0: Even though he was like a third in command Red Ranger. God, At man. some points he was a fourth in command Red Ranger. <laughs> like when Kimberly was still around. Yeah. And then he was like, Well, you're still third in command, which is what you were when Billy was the Blue Ranger and I was the White Ranger and you were the Red Ranger. Yeah, I mean, like, you're still third in command, which is what you were when you were a part of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing, Nothing's changed, Rocky. We still expect what we expect of you.
0: Yeah. Don't worry, bud. There's a... someone made a sandwich over there that's, uh... <laughs> just nine layers.
1: Yeah. Why don't you
0: get over there, kid? Un- unreasonably,
1: <laughs> unreasonably big. Unreasonably big. I bet we have some fun, huh? Yeah. I like that Rocky was just like, look, I don't know decades. <laughs> I don't... No one has explained that to me yet.
0: <laughs> I know I'm a 27-year-old still in high school. What decade was I born in?
1: It's pretty funny. This is good, and I like the... Um, I like showing that, like, the Rocky is a bit insensitive. Um, and, bit of a, and, like, play, everyone's kind of done with him. Yeah, playing up the... He is playing up like the mid card comedy doof, you know.
0: Yeah, he is. He's Tommy's heater right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he always needs. Like if Tommy's Shinsuke Nakamura, he needs Sami Zayn. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's good. He's, he's 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 like a
0: just gotta wedge the wrestling. Yeah. Into the show, just yeah. just shoehorn that shit right in, y'all.
1: Yeah. If if, mm. uh, <laughs> if Tommy is Jay White, Rocky is the Chase Owens. You gotta. Oh yeah, that's you, good. You gotta. Good. You gotta have your fall guy.
0: Yeah, you know, for life. Does, does four 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 life? Yeah. Does the work. Does the work well, and that's it. I did not realize how tall Jay White was. Yeah, big boy. I saw a picture of him standing chest to nose to Tanahashi. Yeah, like Jay White's chest just in Tanahashi's nose, and I was like, "Damn, Jay White could kill him."
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a
0: yeah. Jay White's like six. He's like he's not
1: like I mean by New Japan standards, he's a big boy. You know, he's like six two, six six two, six three, something like that. So he
0: and I are about the same height. Yeah. I think he's the same height as Okada.
1: Yeah, and that that's what I was going to say. Okada's like as tall as they get if you're not Tonga Longa or Fale or uh, Archer in New Japan. Yeah. Like, that's as tall as they get is Okada size.
0: Well, Okada is the tallest Japanese.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, i that's what I'm saying. Like if Imagine, that's, that's where I always get like this, I get this kind of shock. Like when um, Swagger Jack Hager showed up on AEW, and then I was just like, "Oh, that's right, that's a big he boy. Huge. <laughs> that's a big fucking boy. He towered over everyone in that goddamn ring." Because you remember it as like, "Oh, this is a six foot five, big fucking corn fed Oklahoman." You know, like 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 it's yeah, it's a massive man. Same thing when you see like, you just kind of forget because it just the the ages uh, progress. You know we came from the land of the giants and stuff like that. And it stayed that way and steadily more and more unconventional quote unquote body types have been introduced with shorter wrestlers, so on and so forth. And then when you have a holdover from the days, like a Randy fucking Orton and you see that yeah, dude, and you six, six. Yeah. Like you're just like, Oh my God. <laughs> like that's a massive man. Uh, I would love to see. Did you see Randy Orton in his cheeky little fucking all elite post?
0: No, I haven't. I haven't.
1: You you took you took a selfie of him pointing at this like little sign uh this little like plaque on a door that said like elite only or something like that. Hmm. And everyone's like, "What the fuck is he doing? Is he is he going to AEW?" I'm like, "No, he's just being Randy Orton because he can do whatever the fuck he wants."
0: Yeah. Randy Orton is a WWE boy yeah. for life.
1: And even I mean, I would honestly love to see him in New Japan or fucking AEW just see what he could do because Randy Orton can pull off, like, hey, he's one of those guys I fully believe that can pull off a six-star match if he's invested. If he cares, he can he can wrest- he can out-wrestle anyone. Yeah.
0: But he doesn't.
1: <laughs> he just does, yeah. Like, with his feud, the Jeff Hardy was fantastic. You know, he was clearly, like, invested in that and motivated in that. That was great. Like, well, he... Jeff
0: Hardy's a big dude, too. Yeah. And, like, the fact that Jeff would kill himself to make Randy look good <laughs> is kind of one of those things that's like, hey man, if you're going to kill yourself for this, I'll definitely give you a little bit more than I would give yeah. anybody else. It... I mean, yeah. Wrestling. Got People it. will do that for Jeff because Jeff will kill himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got yeah.
0: I think we're going to wrap this up. We're going to do an O-Ranger episode right now that you'll hear on Thursday where we're going to talk about The same monster. So if you want to hear the comparison of Googleheimer the toy robot and Barra Hungry, tune in on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. If you like the show a lot and you'd like to support us financially, you can head over to patreon.com slash where three times a month, we drop a new episode about another show. Currently, we're doing Big Bad Beetleborgs. We have 30 episodes of VR Troopers up, coming up. Blech. We have 30 episodes of VR Troopers on there. And who knows what's next? Maybe another American Toku. Maybe uh, a five-episode anime. Maybe a retrospect, retrospective... <laughs> on Jim Carrey's career. I can never say that word.
1: Retrospective.
0: That's what we used to say about the show. We used to call it a,
1: a Ranger ret- retrospective. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I couldn't ever get the word out correctly. So we stopped that.
1: And anyway, we went to Ranger Review.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank our best reviewed episode, people the people that were on our best reviewed episode Rainer for the use of our theme song power playthrough. If you want to go get yourself a digital download of that, head over to com, where you can get that and all their other albums and like merch, get their merch. They were supposed to play a show next week. I was supposed to hear the dulcet tones of Rory in my ear Yeah. But before I got on a plane and it got canceled.
1: Yeah. Off of their heads. Uh, fantastic band. Um, Apparently something happened to their touring van. They had to cancel the rest of their tour. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, fucking. I I messaged Chris. I was like, you're going to have, you know, you guys still going to play? Maybe you know Red Alice or something like that? And he's like, no, we'll play in November. So sorry. Sorry about that. That would have been a great show. But I'm still going to see GWAR on Saturday. Oh, you are? Yeah.
0: There was a freak show wrestling this past weekend. Did you go to that?
1: No, no. I had no you know
0: way. what we'll talk about that on the <laughs> the O-Ranger episode thank you so much for listening follow us on social media at Power Playthrough on Instagram P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook we don't use the Facebook but if you want to go there someone liked it today who are you? <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our show we love you and may the power protect you